I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour. I've done a lot of research on cassowaries, and you'd be surprised, but I'm Sebastian. Why are you so fascinated with cassowaries all of a sudden? Did I do the cassowary thing on my class time? I don't think I did. <laughs> I've got stories about cassowary. No, I did do it on mic. Did you did I? during our review of High School Oh, high. cool. Then I've got nothing more to say. In fact, you started the review, if I remember correctly- <laughs> Talking about cassowaries and not high school high. Yeah, cassowaries are fucking crazy. They're so aggressive. They're so tall. There's a bird with a horn on it. Why do you need a horn when you have a beak? They're like inches apart and the beak is sharper than the horn. It doesn't make sense, but it's just made to kill. It's a weird... That's just how they evolve. Yeah, and they can evolve the fuck out of here because that's wrong. I don't like it. Are they, are they native to Australia? I think they are, aren't they? How can you be fascinated with cassowaries and not know whether or not they're native to Australia? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they are. When you asked me, it made me second guess it. <laughs> well, I'll do some more research on cassowaries while you guys introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Andy Schossler, and I don't care for cassowaries. Huh. I don't well, know if that's notable or not. Well, okay. I don't think it needed to be mentioned. <laughs> well, I think that shower curtains are just fabric doors, and I'm Alex. I like that. All right. Also, tent flaps would be fabric doors as well. Yeah. I just searched the word cassowary, and this is what came up just instantly with, you know, they give you like a little Google synopsis of an animal. Mm -hmm. Cassowaries, and then it gives me their... um, Height? No. (laughs) Genus Cassaurus. Cassaurus. Blah, 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 blah. Native of the tropical forests of New Guinea, East Nusa Tengara, the Maluka Islands... And northeastern Australia. Huh. Fascinating. So there you go. So they're not just an Australian native. But no, but, also but they are from here, though. So we didn't, as far as I can tell, I, I mean, I don't think they were imported. <laughs> Probably back before the land uh, was split. Yeah. Maybe. They're weird looking animals, though. Uh, average weight 47 kilograms. So, like, both of my dogs combined and, like, plus a little bit. Or half of you. Half of me, yeah. A dwarf cassowary is 18 kilos. I don't know what that looks like. I'm going to look it up right now. But about the size of my dogs. <laughs> oh, they look like a little bush turkey. It literally, it looks like a scrub turkey. It's just like blue and orange rather than disgusting and scrub turkey. It doesn't have the Amazing. And it has a horn and a beak as well. It does. And it's ridiculous because its head just looks like a Cheeto, like a, um, like a Dorito. Because its head is just a triangle between the base of its skull, its horn, and its beak. It's just a triangle bird. 
What is the source of your fascination with cassowaries? They're dangerous and people need to be aware that this- So are hawks. I agree. I don't like birds. So are bull ants. I don't like birds. I don't like horses. A fucking pegasus would kill me. A pegasus? What what problem do you have with birds? Um, I don't like flapping wings. In fact, anything with a hippogriff. Anything with wings is a hard pass for me. I I actually think if we had gigantic mythological creatures like that, like big wings, I'd be more comfortable because I think their wings are like slower in my brain. They because they're so big, they have to dragon. There. I would be scared of dragons for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can name a hundred other reasons a dragon's worse than a bird. Okay, go on. Oh, okay. Um, they're big. One. Some of them. Some of them breathe fire. Some Two. of them breathe ice. Some Three. of them breathe acid. Four. Some of them breathe, breathe rust, which is a weird thing to do, but they do in D&D. There's uh, rust dragons. That's a thing. Okay. Um, poison. They some of them breathe poison. Oh, they hoard gold. Seven. They hoard in general. Seven, they tired. They pretty much take ownership of towns. Nine. Dragons are smarter than most people you'd know. Ten. So cassowaries are like dragons for you? No, no. They're worse than birds. These are the hundred reasons why dragons are worse than birds. So we're up to why, ten. Why are you singling out cassowaries? I'm still confused. Oh, okay. Because they they got a horn on them, which is just like nature overkill, right? It's got a a beak, which is pretty much a pair of knives compressed into a face, going straight forward. But they're like. Nah, add a horn. Like, it's just unnecessary. It's like, okay, you're the- what? How do I put I mean, that? A rhinoceros has a horn and a beak. Okay, so you get like a tank. Imagine a tank with a big old cannon in front of it. Yeah, like, you know? And then thinking, that's not enough. Let's no, no, strap no. some AK-47s to the no, side no, of it. It's no, superfluous no. by this point. You also eat through, if you're a cassowary, you eat through your beak. But its horn isn't Whereas, like a sentry turret protecting it while it's eating. It can either be eating or attacking, not both. You don't necessarily need to attack everything you eat, and you don't necessarily eat everything that you need to attack. They've got big beaks, though. I'm just saying, it doesn't make sense. Well, what if during the attack you break your beak? Now you can't eat. Well, if, they, if, they break the, if any bird breaks so its if beak, you have another, anyway. If you, yeah, so that's why you have another part of your body you can attack things with. But surely just evolve a stronger beak in this problem, right? But that's the answer. Not, why? Like, oh no, I broke my arm. Time for my genes to start creating a third arm somewhere else. No, that's not how that works. You break a bone, it heals back, it becomes stronger. That's just- That's not how evolution that, works, That's Seb. how the body works. I'm so confused what goes through your brain. I'm just thinking like, it's an unnecessary amount of, Rage as well. I imagine they're quite angry, from what I've from what I understand. Cassowaries are not a happy bunch of animals. Do you have something to talk about apart from cassowaries? Nope, that was the thing. Oh, Moving on. I actually <laughs> did, and now I've forgotten. Oh, big fat liar. Big fat liar. Yeah, and good. Um, I tried rewatching it on Netflix. About, it was about a month ago now. It took me three nights to get through an hour and a half film. Really? Why? Um, just because I was like, I kept getting to the point where I'm like, wow, this is kind ah, of boring. And yeah. I'd stop and just do something better with my life. The Nostalgia Critic review is better than the film. Probably. I do. I genuinely <laughs> believe it. Doug's a very funny man. But, oh, my goodness. It was, it's not, a, okay. It's not a bad film. It isn't. It has aged poorly. Frankie Muniz is not charming now. I thought he was back then, but he's not. And honestly, it's just, it just doesn't offer anything special enough to actually have fun for me. And it used to. I remember liking it quite when I was growing up. So I probably maybe I've aged out, or better yet, likely I just think it's aged out. Did you seek it out, or did it come up as a recommended film? Oh, I just was going through all the list of what it was out, and I saw it. And I'm like, I remember that being funny. Paul Giamatti, Big Blue Boy. Yeah, I can watch that. Okay. Um, I should be fair. I want to say. 
I've watched it in three sittings. I actually believe I'm 10 minutes from the, from the credits hitting. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but the fact that it's taken me technically yeah. pending four you know, times to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I don't know. Um, I, 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 I'm going to go with the better of the options of I've matured. So my taste has matured with me because well, that's well better than you. saying it's trash that was never funny. No, it was funny. <laughs> it just isn't funny anymore because I'm, I'm so smart, I think is the point. Now Maybe. you're trash. <laughs> yeah. Well, that kind of ties into what I want to talk about. There's a YouTube channel called Wisecrack. Yeah. And if you like films... Oh, I am, yeah. Ah, very good. And if you're interested in how, um, I guess, more the meta um, uh, reasons why films exist and, and how they're structured and, and the history that, that they go into, it's a good channel for you. There's one episode in particular that I wanted to talk about. I've been watching it recently and also a few other... 80s and 90s uh, comedies that I've watched in the last couple of weeks. Mm. The episode is "Is Comedy Dead?" Uh, and it and it talks about the fact that the 90s were littered with comedy films, and somewhere in the 2000s we stopped making comedy films, and sort of these big superhero blockbusters and other action blockbusters seem to take over uh, the screen, and we just don't see comedies. Mm in films anymore you know maybe one or two that are that are you know moderately successful but nothing like even what we would call moderate success back in the 90s okay and one of the ideas they put forward is that because of the globalization of films um hollywood and other and other uh, production houses have have had to rely less on language as um as sort of the, the, the main part of a film. Well, comedies are entirely based on language and puns and how language works and you know, jokes are also language-based. Jokes translate very poorly sometimes into different languages. And reading a joke in subtitle also can, can miss the point of you know, how, it's, how it's delivered and how it sounds. That's sometimes a very important, or quite often, a very mm. important part of, part of the joke. So in films becoming much more, ha- having much more international release, Production houses have basically gone to visual things like the superhero films, like action films, racing films, like the um, uh, Fast and the Furious yep. series. You know, guns, cars, explosions. That's why f- surprisingly more universal things. You don't need to translate them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get more of an appeal, um, and they're they're entertaining in in their own right. Um, but we're but because of because of that, that's where films have gone, and so comedy and comedy writers have migrated to television and to screen, streaming services and to mm. YouTube channels, and we get much more, um, I guess, a, a localized uh, a version of, of of comedy than 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 we used to. Yeah, interesting. That's one of the reasons. It's a very interesting episode. Kind of goes into um, also one guy's uh, one guy's theory that comedy was never really a genre could have described comedy as a genre um, you know up until the, the 80s and 90s where a lot of films you know a comedy film had had a similar style to other comedy films right they didn't really stray too much and even the parody films things like um, uh, naked gun and, and and police academy they're both kind of parodies one is more farcical than the other but they're still more alike than than you know, a, a comedy film would be would be today to another comedy film. 
because because the the genres have completely changed. It talks yeah. about comedy um, being more of a mode, like in like in music, where it's a modifier to mm. a genre than a genre in itself. So it used to be fair to call comedy a genre, whereas now it's not. That's become that's become obvious that it's that it's just this modifier. You can include comedy in a superhero movie that you wouldn't call a comedy, but it's still quite. Funny. Well, look at the Cornetto trilogy. Three yeah. very different genre of films all come with comedy tag. I on them. would not call them comedies, even though they are. Yeah, because they're definitely like it's you know horror, romance for Shaun of the Dead, yeah. police, no oh, crime story. Yeah, and then science fiction. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's pretty good examples of how comedy can just be like an additive, like you're saying. That's right. Um, with Wisecrack, I enjoy Earthling Cinema. Yes, that's a very good segment. <laughs> um, for Alex's benefit and the wider audience's benefit, effectively. He, one of the hosts plays, uh, is it Garrick's Wormuloid? Wormuloid. He's yeah. a really funny looking alien. He's got like some sort of a unibrow thing added to him. And his whole thing is he's from the future and he's found like a relic of Earth cinema. So have like a DVD of The Dark Knight. And, and he completely misinterprets a, a lot of what is going on in the film. Yeah, right. So trying to give context to a show that you have a movie you have no context for yourself. But then at the end, he always gives like an actual proper, really succinct summation of yeah. actually won't know what the film is about at its core. But it always, it's about half the thing is him because completely off the point, missing the mark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talking about Bruce Wayne, like he's got split personality disorder or something like that. Like, all, but like well off the mark. And then yeah. he finally comes around and actually hits a pretty poignant point with most of them. But yeah, it's a really good show. I, yeah. Wisecrack is a very smart YouTube channel. It's all a bunch of like philosophy majors getting in and talking about um, pop culture and film. Yeah. And so they can hit some really good points, I find. Cool. Which is lovely. Really good production value. Oh, yeah, their, great. On their videos as well. Yeah, it's fantastic. Cool. I got introduced to them because there was this comics show on YouTube I watched, which was fine. I enjoyed it, but it was very like low budget and they they guessed on it. And then I went over and watched their stuff. I'm like, oh, wow, these guys are so much yeah. better than the guy they guessed it on. <laughs> so oh, that kind of worked in reverse because now I watch them and not the one I watched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Alex, what you got? Show uh, me what you got. I wanted to talk about a, just like a couple of things in general and not a lot's been going on. Um, <clears throat> so I watch a couple of YouTube channels. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Julian Solomito. I have not. You heard of Jenna Marbles? Yes. Boyfriend of Jenna Marbles. Okay. Um, hel- I, I find him highly hilarious. Um, he does... It's, it's more like vlogging, um, just like everyday stuff. But recently, he's a celiac, so gluten-free... Um, but he's also... As opposed to a serious yak, which is like a yak <laughs> that does not take any shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking also take that, derailed. <laughs> he's also a vegan. Um, so, he gets so he stops Andrew in shopping malls and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he's gotten into doing like food style Vlogs, like cooking show sort of thing. But he's also an Aries. Um, What relevance does that have to anything? No, I'm um, not enjoying this so far. Well, his cooking show is Aries Kitchen. Okay. Um, So Aries are... Are they uh, particularly good cooks? No. If you're born in April? Um, It's it's more like um, if you can... People will follow a recipe... Or an Aries will go, yep, that's a recipe. I'm just going to do this. Okay. Um, so, you know, following the rules isn't like a must. And um, like wielding knives 
Um, most people wouldn't cut themselves every time they hold a knife, but <laughs> an Aries might. Um, Typically not. So it, it's it's just funny. I, I don't know. He what was his name? Julian Solomita. Okay. I've actually started following a cook on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, oh God, his name is also difficult to say. Don't Adam, know if you heard this name before, Gordon Ramsay. I've been watching a shit yeah, yeah, ton of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Adam Ragusi. Huh. Ragusia. Anyway, how can you have trouble pronouncing Italian names? Well, I don't know if it's Italian. Briguglio. It's not Briguglio. Um, but it's <laughs> I don't know because it's S E A, so it could be Russia or Russia or Russi. Depending, it might be Italian. Is my point because it's got the E there. If it was Italian, it would most likely be I A, not E A. So I'm. I don't know. Very funny guy. He did <laughs> he this lovely that. video I watched, which is when I first saw him, um, about teaching you to make a vegetable soup. Oh. And he's going through and, you know, it starts off really basic. And then he's like, and this is where you would, and he adds like a really complicated step that you were just like, you know, you're going to get this and ground it down because it will add to an umami flavor and stuff. And then you're just like, no. And he starts <laughs> screaming. He's like, you don't need to do any of this bullshit. Just do this. He's like, all right, so now so you add your stock and stuff. See so what you want to actually have done is created like a chicken broth a couple of days prior. No, guys, fuck off. Literally just go to the shops. If you want a chicken broth, just get a chicken stock. But I recommend the vegetable stock because you're just keeping things cleaner that way. But in, he, this is a lovely little setup, but it was just him getting angry at all these really <laughs> uh, like ritzy fucking cooking channels. He's like, hey, guys, it's, it's a vegetable soup. Cause he's like got a tomato and he's telling you how to blanch the tomato so you can just rip the skin off of it without having to peel it. He's like, oh, hear me out here. Just cook it with the skin on. It's fine. It's a vegetable soup. The skin's actually got a lot of good stuff in it and you won't mind the, you won't mind the texture. It's fine. But yeah, good stuff. <laughs> nice. And he actually reminded me of Markiplier. Oh, okay. Like the gaming YouTuber, like very similar vibes to him. And I was like, okay. Cause yeah. I, at first I saw the, like the thumbnail. I'm like, why is Mark in a kitchen? What's <laughs> happening? Oh no. Um, yeah. So just Julian, he does a bit of that. Um, also does a podcast with Jenna. Yada, yada, yada. But um, there is more than one my, podcast. Apparently. What? I know. Um, huh? There's like 10 of them. Okay. But we're one of the 10 though, right? Okay. <laughs> at least. I just um, assumed that this was it. But, uh, going on from that, I also watch Binging with Babish. I don't know if I've. I think I own his book. Oh, you you talk. I'll be right back. Okay. Bab- who's Babish? Um, it's well, his name is actually Andrew Ray. Yep. Oh, um, that's yeah, that's fine. And uh, he has a show, Binging with Babish. Uh, it I th- it's a throwback to a character or something. But basically what he does is he recreates food from movies and TV shows. Oh, excellent. Okay. So, um, Ooh, I like, like the sound of that. Bob's Burgers, like he does like a, the, a burger from Bob's Burgers. Right. Um, uh, well, no, that doesn't – that's Jamie Oliver, isn't it? <laughs> it's not Jamie Oliver, but I'm pretty sure it's a different YouTuber. <laughs> this is not the guy, is it? This is a different guy, right? Yeah, no, that's Barry Lewis, not Andrew Ray. Yeah, I, I walked out before I knew the name, but I thought this, I thought this was the Babish guy, but it must not be. This is, I just have a book from a different YouTube, oh, a different YouTuber, Kitchen Man Boy. Well, there you go. But this guy- Does he recreate uh, food from movies and TV? No, he does a like, he goes like infomercial shit and he like buys all the like the weird, like, oh, like this thing can make your eggs and stuff. And he tries oh, like to egg use them. And but he also does that. general cooking instructionals as well. Right. But he normally does like, let's see if I can get this shit to work the episode. Right, okay. Funny guy, but yeah, yeah. no. Is Babish the English guy? No, he's American. Oh, I don't know the fuck I'm talking I like, about. Yeah, I like the sound of it. He's, he's got like the Good Morning Burger from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. And, he, yeah. and like he just did his 5 million subscriber 
um, special where he did the um, he went to New Orleans and um, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Homer is like saying what you can do in New Orleans and he lists all these <laughs> foods and it's like this montage and he recreates the montage. Oh, like, awesome. He hits like 50 different restaurants uh, or something and like gets the shot of each like thing in the, the same way that um, Homer did it on the show. Yeah. It, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. And so he's got Binging with Babish. That's his main show that like took off. Um, and then he's got uh, another oh, Kevin's Chili from The Office. Oh, yes! Like, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Um, there's the Szechuan sauce from Rick and Morty. Oh no way! Yeah, oh. like, <laughs> yeah, like there's a bunch of stuff. But like, he'll go through and he'll be like, "This is my creation of how it would look in the show," and he'll be like, "Yeah," and it's a little bland and not edible. So, a um, sloppy Jessica from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Fun and game, guys. Give me a number between 1 and 183, and you can pick a recipe from this mystery book six. that I'm holding. Really going to go that early on? It might be contents by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not at recipes yet. Okay, so, sorry. Uh, let's fail. Be- let's go back to what I was talking about. <laughs> okay, 22 to 183 is the, is the range. 26. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> Teriyaki pork loin and egg fried rice. Lovely. It's not that exciting. Not really. No. We could have had. Does choc- sound good though. We could have had chocolate mousse balloon cups <laughs> if you had gone a little bit deeper. But yeah, maybe we could have uh, a shrimp burger from Forest Gump. That's good. Yeah. That's good actually. Yeah. It and like he's been doing it for a couple of years, so there's plenty of stuff there. But he's also got basics with Babish. Um. So like he'll go through like basic I, I, things like quartering or um chopping up a whole bird like chicken. Okay, or yeah. something like or how to make a quesadilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fe- oh, like- it's pronounced quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you should tell the Mexicans. I'll tell them. Okay. I'll tell I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch the crap yeah, out of that. That it, sounds fantastic. And he's he's quite funny. Like it, it's good. Like he's had John Favreau on wow. to do like he does do cooking stuff. I've noticed. Yeah, I've seen. F- yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a show on Netflix called. Yes. Um, I think it's called uh, Cooking with John Favreau or something. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but like he but he has had like Robert Downey Jr. on uh, sorry, uh, on uh, John Favreau's show. Yeah. He had Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland like I think I saw the one he did with Gwyneth Paltrow. And yeah, Gwyneth and he was, Paltrow and, was on it. And they were they were it was the first time that uh, my eyes were really open to, you know, actors just treating their their job like a job. And he yeah. was and he was talking about some scene he'd he'd been in with Gwyneth Paltrow, and she just oh, was that part of this shoot? Was that that? I didn't I didn't even remember oh, being there. Yeah. And it's just yeah, of course yeah. you would think of you know you would get confused because you don't think of the movies you're doing as movies. It's just I've got to be here this day for this shoot, and you know this yep. is my schedule. Yeah, yeah. There was this big thing that went around where um, Gwyneth Paltrow had forgotten who Sebastian Stan was, and she'd right. been in like two of the Avengers <laughs> movies with him. <laughs> And it was like Don Cheadle's like, or whoever it was, like, yeah, no, you were on set with him for like three days and stuff. And she's like, was oh, I, I never met him. And she's like, you had lines together. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Which, which movie was that? And she, yeah. and she was like, yeah. well, that was that Spider-Man? And it was, no, it was like Avengers. Yeah. But she had no idea. Yeah. yeah. But she could just be a bit is of a it, Luddite maybe. It's, it's like somebody coming up to me and saying, oh, yeah, you remember, you drove me to the airport that one time and- yeah, I drive lots of people to the airport. I have no idea who you are. Yep. This isn't, you know, reversing this. It's not important to me. Yeah. <laughs> Your story yeah. is... It's, 
I'm glad yeah. you got to the airport, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 thank goodness we didn't crash along the way. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, the couple of the YouTube shows that I've been watching, and then I is Bon Appetit. I watch a lot of cooking stuff, yeah. and food is a motivator for me. Yeah. Um, I like when people do interesting stuff with it and re- recreating yeah. foods from TV from shows TV, is yeah. right up my alley. Exactly. I got really yeah, into Heston at one stage. Yeah. I've got, actually, for some reason, I own one of his DVDs, well, one of my DVDs, it's now, but um, of him going through and it's like, he recreates like a whole dinner based off Willy Wonka, like in the oh, chocolate factory. Oh, yes, yeah, and yeah. And like liquor okay. walls and yeah. all these edible desserts, or uh, all edible desserts. He tried to recreate that whole like bird pie with all the, like the living crows and stuff in it and- so like you cut the pie open and birds would fly out, but also in a way that won't get you sick and die. Um, but I, I really enjoy when they, they go like, how do I make something edible, but also look like a skyscraper? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah. It, and it's fun and it takes up a lot of my time. <laughs> well, very good. Wonderful. Well, we are back next week with Shyamalan. Shyamalan. It's, it's going to be really good, actually. I'm Sixth pretty excited. Sense, though, so it's good. It's going to be good. In theory. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm sure it still stands up, pretty at cheap. least compared to some of the other ones that we've got. It's Bruce Willis back when he used to care about his projects. And he has hair, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I'm being nostalgic actually, for hair. I think it was our Glass review um, where Bruce Willis was back and he played a major part it's the first time I've seen him in a long time where he actually cared about the role that he all looked like he was enjoying, you know, being a part of the project. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Talking about Bruce Willis just reminds me. You guys seen that fucking Rambo's coming out again really soon? No. The Rambo Last Blood. I saw it in a bus the other day. Oh, There's like like a full Stallone and Rambo film coming and out. Stallone's Rambo. Yeah. Or- and then, I mean like coming out within the next few weeks, if not by the time this this episode's going up. Are you serious? Yeah. Where the fuck the ad's been for that one? Yeah, I'll double check the date because now I now I don't make sure it isn't just like early, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's coming like soon, soon. That's completely a surprise. To, I didn't even know he was working on anything. Yep, other than a Rocky project. I think part of my psyche <laughs> knew that there was a new Rambo coming. Rambo Last Blood, 2019, September 19th in Australia. So Next wow, day. yeah, well, like four days away from our recording, but a couple of weeks ago from the time this comes out. Wow. Yep. Jeez. It's rated R, but that that could be an American R, which means probably MA here. Still. Rambo must confront his past and unearth those ruthless combat skills to exact revenge in a final mission. Actually, it's funny you should say Rambo because I was watching something just today that was talking about Rambo's original cut being like a three-hour drama Mm. and Stallone was deeply disappointed with it. He wanted to get it completely stricken and and just remove it and, and wear the whole cost of it. And then... It was. I think it was a series of a, of a. I was watching something about films that were being saved in the editing, and it was re-edited to be this from this three-hour drama into a ninety-minute action thing, and that's what saved Rambo. Otherwise, okay. we would never have seen it. Just looking really, really briefly, I'm looking at the like the Rambo list of movies on IMDb, and the first Blood, the first movie, is seven point seven. It's the highest rated of the series. Yeah, of course. The second highest rated of the series is Rambo, the one that came out what twenty eight two thousand and eight. Wow, I haven't seen Which that is a one, seven. Well, yeah. Um, 6.5 for First Blood Part 2 and 6.8 for Rambo 3. So, Hot Shots was better. But I mean, I can see why he'd <laughs> want to come back because yeah. in theory, the one that he did 10 years ago, 11 years ago, was the second best Rambo film of the franchise. I don't know. There are a lot of good Terminator films, like one and two. The trailer and for they, the Dark Fate doesn't look, <laughs> doesn't look too bad. <laughs> the More new trailer one. looks all right, I think. I don't know. 
I don't, I, me, neither do I. We had a I debate. I was disappointed with Salvation, really disappointed with Genesis. I am not looking forward to Dark Fate at all. We had a debate years ago. By years ago, I mean two years ago, three years ago, when we did the debates on Second Take. And it was Alex and me and Zane was the judge for this one. And we had to debate which franchise should stop making films. And it was X-Men versus the Terminator franchise. Oh, definitely the Terminator. Oh, I don't remember that Al- at all. I lost this one. This is why I remember it because I remember <laughs> all my losses. So you learn from them and adapt to become better. <laughs> um, but I said that we should stop making X-Men films. Okay. And my point was the, the, the time period between Terminator films comparatively to the time period between X-Men films, if we want to say stop to one of them, we say no more X-Men because that's going to save us from a lot more films maybe <laughs> than saying no to Terminator. Because Terminator's been started a, a lot longer ago, but we're only up to like movie six by this point maybe. Whereas X-Men started in 2000 and we're on like movie 10 or something. Yeah. So shorter time frame, more movies. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. challenging me now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but the Dark, Dark Fate looks good. Have you seen the trailers for it? Um, I, I don't. I, don't I think, think Linda Linda Blair's back in it. I Linda Blair, still, Linda Hamilton. You mean? Nope, Linda Blair. Who's Linda Blair? I have no idea. Linda Hamilton's probably the one I met. <laughs> I stand by my Terminator should have ended. Yeah, definitely. My, my say, we were saying, hey, they're both in a trash pile right now. But which one's consistently making you go to cinemas? X Men. <laughs> it's the biggest villain. Yeah, I guess so. But that's only because they keep. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, they keep wow. pumping them out. I completely forgot we did a debate show. Yeah, it was horrible. Well, it, it wasn't was. horrible. I, thought, I think the show was actually good. <laughs> the sh- yeah, the show was good. I just was oh, terrible at preparing. Edward so Furlong is also in it as John Connor. Is John, he? John Favreau. John Connor. <laughs> Schwartz is back, of course. And so, yeah, obviously, Lynn Hamilton. Well, but the trailers look all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Check out our back catalogue of, of episodes for, for all those. Secondtakepodcast.com. Oh, we should bring the debates back. <laughs> We can. We just got heated. Oh, that was the issue. That's good, yeah. right? You I prefer sure. open discussion. Well, I guess we can still do it can here do on the Variety Hour. Yeah. We can have a... You let us know. Should we bring <laughs> yeah, the well, debate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Before you throw it to the crowd, you wanted to stop it because it took prep time. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, that's not the only reason we stopped it, but I remember you were really happy with it because you didn't like preparing oh, stuff. Oh, no, I hated it. Also, every now and then it would be like, pitch me the best version of Finding Nemo in space. and <laughs> Which is funny as hell. I love doing it, but also prep time. Alex hated yeah. the pitches. Well, we literally, like, there was a segment at the end of our shows where, like, yeah. the, the main show where it would I be- remember. I remember when you yeah. used to do that. Yep. Uh, it's been a long time. It has been, actually. I think we're better versions of ourselves. Um, <laughs> listen, we're fine. I hear nice things about the show every now and then. <laughs> and if you grandma. want to tell us nice things, yeah, by my grandma, um, go to our Facebook, take an Alex's job right now, because that's, <laughs> that's where we hear feedback the most. It yeah. is. By all ten thousand of you, yep. you can you can email us at second take podcast at gmail or something. And if you live in the com. future, <laughs> you, you can, can tweet us <laughs> at second take TNC. Also, there's an Instagram. Instagram there. where there's, we don't do anything. We do nothing. Remember that time <laughs> we talked about yogurt? Yeah, that was the last time we used Instagram. <laughs> it's because I updated my phone and I forgot the login thing, so I just haven't asked. Oh yeah, so our password for <laughs> yeah. our oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So wait, you've done the website? Oh, Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, help us. Help, help us pay for all that psychological... If um, all 10,000 of you just pledged $5, <laughs> we'd be all better off. We could have so much... Like you're upping it. 
No, yeah, I appreciate just, it. Yeah. Twenty dollars. Uh, Patreon.com slash second tape if you'd like to support the show. And if you don't want to support the show, you should tell us why on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we know what we're doing. Uh, awesome. Well, we'll see you next week for some Shyamalan. We'll see Alex in a couple of weeks because he's going on. I'm going to just declare it a second honeymoon because he's away for two or three weeks. He's visiting family though. So, mm-hmm. you know, brave choice for a honeymoon. But um, <laughs> yeah, good luck to your missus. <laughs> I'm also seeing good friends, Nick and Jacinta and children. Yeah, can you tell Nick we still haven't reviewed Jurassic Park and maybe next year? Yeah. He's been pushing it since the show started for Jurassic Park. One day. We will. Just not today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.